Good morning. I'm Jay, and uh, I am now your third leader. So you get to pick which one's the better one after I'm done. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's so great to be with you this morning. Both pastors are in other classes today. Uh, so uh, I got drafted. So I don't know if that's good or bad, but we'll see. <laughs> Anyway, um, today we're going to embark on a new uh, session, uh, and it's called Simplicity. So, what I'd like you to do, before we get started with prayer, is to take a big breath. A couple more. All right, now I want you to close your eyes. And we're going to do a little word association, and I'm going to say the word simplicity, and I want you to think of the first thing that comes into your mind and write it down. Simplicity. Got it? One word. Okay. So let's begin this morning with prayer. Gracious and loving and awesome, Holy Father, we give you so much praise. So much praise for all that you have given us. Lord, uh, as we uh, come together today, not only to worship you, but to uh, study your word and talk about life, Lord, um, help us to think about the things that clutter our lives, the things that drive us, in some ways, away from you, those things that sometimes we idle. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, be with those that aren't with us. Be with those that are hurting or ill or traveling wherever they may be. We give you thanks and glory. In your name, amen. Okay, so you wrote one word down uh, after the word simplicity. What was it? Anybody want to go first? Yes, Lloyd. Easy? Easy. What else? Minimalism. Minimalism. Uh-huh, that's a big word. Tell me more. <laughs> oh, come on. Old 
Oh, I think she's pointing at me. <laughs> Getting rid of old stuff. Okay, what else? Word simplicity, what's that strike you, the first thing? Sewing pattern? A simple sewing pattern. Is there, is, that's a brand? Oh, okay. See, shows you how much I know about sewing. When we do sewing at our house, it's in the basement and away from me. <laughs> so that's how much I know about sewing. Is there such a thing as a simple sewing pattern? Okay. All right. It's a brand, but I mean, the pattern itself, is it simple? Okay. All right. What else? Lawnmower. Lawn work? Lawnmower. Lawnmower? Lawnmower? Oh, it's another company. I'm not going there. <laughs> what else? Less detail. Okay. Tell me why. Okay, too hard on your shot. You make things more difficult. Okay, you overanalyze. Okay. All right. Yes. What? Peace. Peace. Peacefulness. Okay, peace in your life. Just keeping it, keeping in perspective. Simplicity? No. What, would, what word would we use? Complexity. Complexity. <laughs> the opposite. It's just not a word when you want to do that association and it's tougher because we just don't use that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The word simple comes from that. What else? I didn't hear that. Needs? Needs? That's what you need, not the extra. Okay. All right. Tell me why. It's like your basics. Uh, keep it simple. Basic things that you need. Just keep to the basics that you need, not all the wild stuff. Okay. All right. So... We're going to watch a video here in a minute, but at your table, I want you between your table is to sit, talk about what was the first, what was the last fun purchase you made? Did it make you feel complete? Why or why not? What was the last fun purchase, last fun purchase that you made? Did it make you feel complete? Why or why not? Talk about that for the next couple minutes. Okay, let's bring it together.
Anybody want to volunteer what they bought recently that made, that was fun? That they thought maybe made them feel better? Anybody? Yep. Supper last night. It made you feel full. <laughs> you stole Dennis's. He had a mushroom casserole last night. <laughs> Anybody else? No? Okay, well, I'm going to tell, tell you about me. There was a time in my life and I hope I get through this. There was a time in my life where I was deeply depressed. And one of the things that I did was I would go and buy something. Something that I thought I needed. Something that would make me feel better. Something that I thought I could use or I was working on something that I thought I could use. And you know, as I look around my shop, which is most of the stuff I bought was for my shop, there are boxes that are in my shop that have never been opened. Never been opened. And I bought those things because I wanted to feel better. And you know, it was, it never worked. It never really worked. And never, I felt great for a while, but often on the way home, I would feel guilty because I've spent money I didn't have, most likely, on something I thought I needed, and I would go and put it in the shop, and I would put it on the shelf, and there it sat, collecting dust. So we run into that. Sometimes we feel we need something to just feel better. Have you ever bought anything in your life that you thought would make you feel better and it didn't. Anybody? Yep. I guess that's what we call stuff. Stuff? Yeah. Yep. Lots of stuff. Yep. My wife is after me all the time about get rid of this stuff. Sometimes, sometimes when we move, but we haven't moved in a while, we get rid of a lot of stuff. But the funny thing is, we still communally gather more stuff. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sure. Like going someplace. Like going someplace. <coughs> Uh, on a trip that you take and then you have lots of memories because of that trip. Not only the trip that you just took, but maybe you went to the same place that you have always gone to. We do that all the time. 
we go to a Pacific campground, and it's the same campground we go to every year, and it brings back all the memories of all the good times that we had there. That's a good thing. Okay, I'm gonna we're gonna watch this uh, video. It's on simplicity, um, and this is the, like I said, the fourth uh, thing. And then we'll talk about. Oh, before we start, I want to look at uh, on your sheet. There's three things that I want you to keep uh, a lookout for. According to John Mark, what was the percentages of Jesus's teachings? Uh, about money and possessions. So watch for that. In what ways does the drive to have and own more lead to the lack of peace? What is the basic idea of simple living? How did John Mark describe the idea of a simple lifestyle? So watch for those three things, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. So, what was the percentage of, of times that Jesus talked about money or possessions? What did he say? 25%, right? 25%. And it wasn't because he wanted what? wasn't because he wanted us to give everything away, but to practice, what? Live simply. Okay, in what ways does the drive to have and own more lead to the lack of peace? What did he talk about there? What? Can't serve two masters? Okay. What two masters? God, yeah, money or possessions or God. We sometimes make idols. He talked about idols, making idols out of our wants and needs. What else? Doing a lot of things other than just being with Father, right? Not taking time, enough time, taking things that we think are more important and putting them first. He said, um, overworking, overliving, overdoing all leads to stress, grasping for more and more. Why do we do this? Why do we, why he talked about our society? What's our society like today? He talked about what it was like and what it's like now. I thought that was very interesting that at a certain point that uh, uh, the big industry decided that they needed to change our mindset. Do you feel like your mind has been changed? <laughs> what do we see on TV? 
If you're watching TV, what is it that comes up every commercial? Is what? Well, I think the whole show, the whole premise of the whole show is built around somebody creating something that they want us to buy and needing financing to be able to bring that to us uh, so that it's a successful product that we want. And the whole premise is that these people sit around and they talk about whether it's going to be successful or not and whether they want to invest in it. And then they have commercials about the stuff <laughs> that they want us to buy. Yeah. I think it's interesting that Dave Ramsey calls his course financial peace. Ah, yeah. Right. Right. It is. Exactly. Has anybody gone through that course? We have. It's a very good course. Um, it helps you to not only um, try to get your personal finances in check, in balance, but it also. Uh, has a very uh, uplifting message to it that once you do, you're not stressed. You're not in all this stress about meeting your obligations and trying to balance things out and trying to figure out how am I going to make my next check last. And what you find out is, is that if you go through the steps and do what he says, it's really... Um, a very enlightening experience. It begins to give you a lot of peace because you not only see an end to what you've probably gotten yourself into, but it gives you a feeling that of accomplishment, that you can actually do that. You can get through uh, by taking... Uh, items and working on one item at a time, trying to reduce that down until uh, it's gone, and not uh, and not find that you're just overwhelmed by it all. Yep. Oh, do, do you connect you? <laughs> Who are they? Yeah. 
I found something interesting the other day. I did buy something, um, and now on my, like, when I go to um, my Outlook or uh, one of my apps, uh, there'll be an ad for a similar thing just like it. You know? We just re Yeah. And it's the same one I bought. We just uh, replaced our uh, travel trailer, and now I'm getting all these RV things that they're saying, oh, you need to buy a new RV. Too late. <laughs> I already did it. What? Right. <laughs> but your phone heard it. Ooh, that's scary. That's over the top, yeah. Really? Dumb phone. Get a dumb phone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It is. It can be an idol. Uh, how many people feel that their phone is an idol? You can't live without it. I can't. Ah, that now we're getting personal again. <laughs> yes, I have an idol. It's my iPad. I watch TV and I'm on my iPad. Oh, yeah, I'm guilty. Okay, what is the basic idea of simple living? How did John Mark describe the idea of a simple lifestyle? Get rid of a bunch of stuff you don't need. Practice generosity. 
Right. Kind of get a grasp on what those are and keep the things that are important and get rid of the things that don't to live a little simpler. Okay, so I think when he was talking about social obligations, what things are important and what things you don't really need to, to do. Sometimes we overcommit, I think is what he may be talking about, is that we overcommit um, ourselves. I know I've had to learn how to say no. There was a time I'm supposed to be retired right <laughs> but there was a time that I was just making commitments 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 now there was a health reason for that for me because when I was not doing anything I was doing something that was hurting me it was causing me major problems so when I began to get well um, I started to just be busy, as busy as I could be because I didn't want to sit. Because if I sat, it triggered my old habit. So I had to stay busy. But then I got to the far side of anything. When you're addicted to something, addiction is easy. <laughs> it becomes easy. It doesn't matter what it is, it just becomes easier. So I was replacing one addiction with another. <clears throat> and I had to say no to some things because it was causing me stress again. <clears throat> so you have to kind of think about that. So he said, limit how much you own was the one uh, basic uh, thing and the other was practice generosity. So those were the two things. <clears throat> he said, uh, Limiting the amount of activity, so it's not just in the things we own, but in the things we do. Um, and uh, look for experiences that are meaningful. Less is really more um, was a big deal. And he also said, um, realizing that um, our social obligations, uh, limiting those to a level where we are living free with God. And that's the whole goal in what he's trying to talk about is how can we live a more freer life closer to God? <clears throat> yep. A fortune cookie? Stop, stop desire. Yeah, in other words, it's the desire that's what we need. Check the desires and then redirect them into a way of living closer to God. 
Good, I don't have. Uh, teenager. <laughs> I can tell you, I know why I don't. My legs aren't that pretty, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's why we really need to watch things because they are so expensive. Um, I can tell you just based on our experience with just shopping at the grocery store, um, I was one of the ones at our household that always wanted a name brand item. Name brand, name brand, name brand. Because I felt it was better. And I'm from the food industry. And we used to sell a lot of our product that was very good that came under a uh, generic brand like uh, like Meyer or Gordon brand and they were excellent products so when the cost of groceries started to go up I started I do some of the shopping <laughs> but when I was doing it I was now buying you know the store brand stuff just to try to reduce the price because it was quite a bit different. So yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, and that, and he talked quite a bit about that as to why that is why our culture has shifted since the 30s to what it is today, a consumerism type society here in America. Um, I also thought it was interesting that a couple of the things that he said was the average home has over 300,000 items in it. 300,000 items? That's a Never thought of it that way. And that most car, most houses that have two car garages you can't get but one car in the garage if you can do that. I remember when we used to live right over here, we go by a house that he had his garage door up, it was packed to the door. Just packed to the door, he couldn't get anything in it. Okay, so in our reminding time, like to go to the under the roof. Why? John began the session by asking us if what we have is more than enough. Why do you still want newer, better, or cooler things? How would you answer his question? I want you to talk about that around your table. And then, do you consume or accumulate new things that you don't necessarily need? Why do you think that is the case? And why do you think about 
our society's culture of greed and consumerism. If you could talk about those three things for the next, say, 10 minutes, five minutes, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about them. Around your tables. Okay. Let's bring it back together. We're almost out of time. So I just want to touch on a couple of things and then we'll close. What was the one thing on your table that really took the conversation? What was the one thing out of those three questions that really consumed the conversation? Hello? All right, we're gone. See ya. What was the one thing around your table out of those three subjects that consumed the conversation? Anybody? But there are a lot of things that people do that they really, when all is said and done, they don't get anything out of it. They spend a lot of money, a lot of time. Um, and, you know, we were talking about trophy hunting. It's like, you know, if people want to go do that, when it's all done, what do they have? A trophy. <laughs> <laughs> that collects dust. Yeah. When you look around here, the, the age group here would make a lot of difference of what the young group would talk about. A lot of us are here retired, so that, that makes a lot of difference on what we think and how we think about buying things. Right. Yeah, I think uh, we were talking a little bit about that. Our buying habits have shifted because we have what we want. We don't really need another lawnmower because we already have it. We don't need, you know, some other things because we already have them. We don't have the need. Sometimes we spend more money on doing things like travel or stuff like that, experiences instead of just stuff. Anybody else? Yep. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep it anyway, because <laughs> I don't want to add to their problem. <laughs> and I'll just give my cash away. <laughs> so a lot to think about, right? So today, today after we uh, depart, through the next week, I want you to think about how could I live a little simpler? How could I bring more simplicity into my life? 
Now, it might be making a list of things that I don't need, or it might be a list of things that I don't need to do, or it could be all these different things, but there's tons of ways we can go about looking at living simplicity. And this is what we're going to do for the next week, is next Sunday, is we'll come back and talk about why and how we were able to find a little bit simpler life and what did we do with that simplicity? Where did we put it? What did we, what did we gain from that? Okay? All right, so let's close with prayer real quick. Gracious Holy Father, yes, we need to take a breath. We need to think more about you and less about things. Father, it's a struggle. It's a struggle uh, in our life because we are bombarded. We're bombarded from all kinds of directions. Uh, it may not just be one, but from many things. Whether it's our obligations or the way we uh, use the internet or watch TV or the way we chase and do things. Lord, help us take that breath. Help us to find ways that we can be closer to you. We pray this all in your son's name. Amen. Amen.